0: Okay, hello, this is Richard Carafel from Agility PR Solutions. Welcome to PR Profiles, a video series and podcast where we chat with experts in the PR and communications industry. We think PR is the most formidable and dynamic and rewarding field there is. And we want to introduce you to some of, the, some of our favorite powerhouses in the industry. And today we're speaking with Michelle Egan. She is the Chief Communications Officer at Alyeska Pipeline Service Company in Anchorage, Alaska, way up there. And she is also now PRSA's 2022 Chair Elect, which comes ahead of her role in 2023 as PRSA President. Uh, So hi, Michelle, how are you today?
1: Richard, thanks for having me. I'm doing just great. Absolutely,
0: happy to have you and welcome. Uh, So first of all, congratulations on all that election news at PRSA. That's fantastic. I know you've been involved with that organization for quite a while now. But uh, could you tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all, and what you're doing over there at Alyeska?
1: Sure. Um, so Alyeska Pipeline is the company that operates and maintains the Trans-Alaska Pipeline system that runs from the north slope of um, Alaska down to Valdez. And so I am the chief communications officer here. And in that capacity, I have the full suite of um Corporate communications activities, so everything from internal to external communications, media relations, crisis communication is a big part of our um, preparation here, Um, philanthropy, community relations, and government relations.
0: Well, that certainly runs the gamut and a lot of stuff to do. Okay, great. Well, thank you again for joining us, and we'll make this a rapid-fire interview, so I'll just jump right in here with the first question. You've volunteered with PRSA for the past 24 years. In 2016, you were president of the Alaska chapter. In 2018, you joined the board of the national organization. And in 2020 and 2021, you served as the board treasurer. Uh, so a lot of history there. Uh, and you'll be taking on yet another new role with PRSA in, in 2022 and again in 2023. So could you share more about your journey with PRSA and what led you to get involved all those years ago and and, and what you see as its greatest value for PR professionals?
1: Great, you bet. Um, So I came to PR really without a formal education um, in in the, profession, but with a real knack for the work. Um, I have a liberal arts degree from Boston College with a major in psychology. So joining PRSA, once I got into the communications profession, really helped me firm up my understanding um, of the body of knowledge and the way that we do our work. And so when I went through the accreditation process, which is a big um, program within PRSA, it really solidified my understanding um, of of the profession, um, of our history, and uh, and specifically of the code of ethics, that really hooked me. It really gave meaning to um, what I was doing and why I was doing it. Uh, from there, the offerings in the community of PRSA have really been alongside me um, throughout my whole career. Um, I've been mentored, I've mentored many people, um, but it was in 2017 after a long um, couple of decades of volunteering that um, I was really uh, proud of PRSA when the chair of the national board at that time made a bold statement um, about uh, the use of the term alternative facts. And it really made me so proud of this organization and of our profession and of our code of ethics that we were able to articulate how um, that's really not our PR. That's not how we practice ethical communication. So it was then that I decided to run for the board. Um, and you know, here I am now looking into the next few years of, of leadership at PRSA. You know, it's hard to develop, to identify really one greatest value um, from PRSA, but I'd say for me, the top two are professional development and the community.
0: Right. Great. Wow. That's a, that, that's a, that's a great story. And uh, that's, a, that's a wonderful way to, uh, to get involved with that organization so deeply. I do remember that alternative facts uh, uh, a bit back then. And that was a, a very proud moment for PR and for PRSA for sure. All right. So, uh, well, thank you for that. Now, uh, what do you hope to accomplish or, or what are you most excited about, we could say, uh, in taking on this new role as chair elect and then ultimately president?
1: Well, one of the responsibilities of the chair elect is strategic planning. Um, We refresh our full strategic plan every three years. And our current plan is really strong. Um, The theme of that plan is the courage to change. And it's a good thing because we've needed a lot of courage as communicators in the last couple of years with all the many unexpected turns. And as an association that plans helped guide us um, through these difficult couple of years. The plan takes us through 2022. So this year it will be my responsibility to convene a diverse group of professionals to prepare the 2023 plan. Now, none of us has a crystal ball um, about what's gonna be in that plan or exactly what's coming, but I'm really looking forward to working with a committee um, to do the environmental scan, to assess where we are as a profession and also as an association. Um, and also look at where we need to go in order to serve our members and the profession. Um, On the really fun side, this year we're gonna celebrate 75 years as a professional association. And Dr. Felicia Blow, our incoming chair, has planned a great celebration, um, looking back, but also looking forward. And that's gonna be a lot of fun to be a part of.
0: All right. That does sound exciting. 75 years. Goodness. Uh, wow. All right. Well, that's fantastic. Thank you. Uh, all right. So um, you told us a, a, a quite a laundry list of things you do there in PR uh, for Alieska Is there an area that you'd say you specialize in, in PR, and, and, and what attracted you to that field?
1: Well, what attracted me is really um, the variety of things that we get to do every day when we work in this profession and the ability to to really influence organizations and society at large. Um, I have always worked in in an in-house position. So I've been in the nonprofit field. Um, I have been uh, in the government uh, communications and now of course in the private sector. Um, And I've even done some uh, time as an adjunct professor Um, So in-house is really, you know, where my background is and corporate communications, I would say, is my specialty right now. Um, It's interesting when you, when you work in the profession long enough and you're in sort of the leadership aspect of it, um, specialty is really, uh, is very broad. Um, I have a team that does a great job in a lot of the specific areas that I described to you. And I'm not an expert in any one of those areas. I really have to rely on them um, when it comes to digital comms or media relations um, or government relations. So corporate communications would be my specialty.
0: I see. Yeah. And it is so true that there are so many functions in PR. It's hard to be the master of all trades uh, that, uh, that, that you kind of need to be uh, to do everything yourself. So, uh, so you do have to rely on some help. And so that's great. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much. And so what do you think is the best thing about being in PR?
1: Well, as I said, it's really the variety. Um, in my role, I get to do something different every day, sometimes every hour of every day, and there's no end to new things to learn. Um, as I just said, you know, I'm not an expert in some of the, uh, areas like digital communication, but I could certainly take a dive into that area and I find it really, um, really rewarding and really exciting to be able to explore all the different aspects of what we do. It's uh, when I was a kid, um, I would be the type of kid that would go to the library and be stuck in there. Um, not because I'd sit down and read a book, but because I would go from section to section and get an idea and then go to the next section um, and pull you know, something and learn a little something about that and then move on. Um, I, I find that being in PR really um, sort of uh, brings me back there because I can go sampling lots of really interesting areas of our profession um, and learn from them. So I love the variety. Um, I also love the ability to be able to have an influence um, on organizational decisions, uh, and and specifically on the culture of an organization. And then I think when we do that really well as communicators, we are we can help influence outside of our own organization. So that that means a lot to me.
0: Interesting, very cool, and I love that library analogy you made. I think it's right on the money uh, for for. For PR and its broad scope of of things. Uh, So wonderful. Thank you. So what would you say is a a PR industry resource, uh, whether it be a tool or a book or a course or something uh, that you just can't imagine doing your job without?
1: Well, it might be uh, a little bit um, obvious, but PRSA, I have to say, is my go-to resource. Um, It's been with me, like I said, through my entire career. And there's a wealth of information available through the organization. Um, When I need to learn something new or explore something new, like I talked about earlier, uh, that's where I go. That's where I dig around and find other people who are doing um, new parts of PR or uh, look for thought leadership or um, take a course. Uh, Not too long ago, um, I took one of the certificate programs in digital communications. not because I plan to change my role and focus in that area, but because I really wanted to keep up and keep current. And it was the, the quality was really outstanding. Um, so the, there's a wealth of, of resources. Um, and then there's chapters, districts, sections, um, the national organization, about 70 different webinars so far this year that people can access. Um, and, and on top of that, there's a really broad community of support for every stage of the career. Like I said, my own journey um, has had me associated with PRSA um, all along the way with the different needs that I've had. Uh, With 25,000 student and professional members, um, that community is really strong and a really giving giving kind of community that wants to share. Uh, This year we launched um, a program called Voices for Everyone and it's really, uh, it's available to everyone, whether you're a member or not, it's on our website, and it's just um, got information to help us meet the moment. So, you know, we're all facing the challenges of mis and disinformation, of um, incivility, of putting into place um, worthwhile de and initiatives, uh, and of trying to encourage civic engagement. And so, PrSA stepped forward and created a resource that's full of best practices and tools, Um, so I just can't say enough about how much that's really where I go um, to, to get information.
0: Well that's fantastic, and it is indeed an incredible resource and I remember speaking with Michelle Olson about that Voices for Everyone initiative,
1: a terrific one.
0: Cool, thank you. Any other honorable mentions in the tool or resource category?
1: Yeah, I I can't live without podcasts. Um, I'm on the go a lot, uh, whether it's just, you know, moving around inside my organization or out on a walk or in the car. And um, I use podcasts really to sample uh, all different aspects of what's going on in the world, whether it's pop culture, humor, PR, ethics, news. Um, I started listening to podcasts in their early, early days before... um, before there was a specific app for, for a podcast or multiple apps that we have now. Um, and I just find it a really, a really great way to sort of stay in touch.
0: Cool. Yeah. We love our podcasts around here as well. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Thanks, Michelle. Okay. Now you've been in PR and strategic communications for over 25 years. And in that time, I'm sure you've seen the industry evolve immensely. Uh, mm-hmm. So what do you uh, for PR in the next few years?
1: Yeah, I, um. I've been thinking about this a lot. I I like to borrow a concept that I heard um, from Sally Sussman, the CCO at Pfizer, um, not too long ago, because it really helped kind of put things into perspective for me of what I was experiencing. So what she said was, for so long in PR and communications, we've been looking for a seat at the table. We've been trying to find, you know, our our place um, in the C-suite. Uh, in the strategic conversations. And the activities of the last few years um, find us really often at the center of that table. Um, CEOs, organizational leaders are recognizing that communications is a strategic function and we are being asked to weigh in and strategize around things like um, responding to remote work, Um, DE&I, health issues, guiding ESG, um, what should be the company's stand on social issues? And so we're now really at the center of this table um, in a way we haven't been before. And I think that's going to continue and build, and we're gonna have to be, um, we're gonna have to continue to hone our strategic game and our our role as advisors. We have to stay current and connected. um, And like I said, really just hone those strategic skills And I think it goes without saying that the technology and the tools that we use are going to continue to change. But those fundamentals of connecting and being strategic um, are really the future of our of our craft.
0: That's very well said, and I couldn't agree more. Um, It is uh, certainly becoming a more integrated practice, that's for sure. And I think that you're right. Uh, the C-suite is recognizing PR more now, and I think brands actually need it more now because you know it's kind of been a reset for many of them. You know, since the COVID uh, crisis began, and you know trust has dissipated with consumers, and so there's a rebuilding there that has to be done that really only PR can help with. So good. All right, thank you for that. And so uh, finally, what advice would you give to students or people that are just now starting out in PR?
1: Well, I, I guess I'd start by saying you made a great choice um, because it's an exciting career. And like I said, that as the, as the future unrolls, I think we have a, uh, more and more central role in, um, in organizations and in society. My advice would be to say yes to a lot of things. There's a lot of different offerings and variety in our, um, in our field and, uh, try, try lots of different things. Be, be the person who says, yes, I'll, I'll do that. I'll take that on. Um, the other piece of advice I would have is don't be afraid to ask for, um, for some time with a senior leader or someone who's in mid-career or even a new professional. Um, I've had over my um, my career lots of coffee with lots of new professionals, and um, it's been great for me. I learned from them, but also um, they, they make connections and uh, lots of times when they're looking for a job or looking for a career change or a shift, um, really just reaching out and building that network and having a support group that knows who you are and knows what you're made of and what you're interested interested in can really make a difference in your career. Um, people in communications and just in general, I think genuinely want to share what they know and they want to help. And so please don't be shy. If you're new to the profession, um, reach out, and uh, ask for some connection.
0: That's fantastic advice. Very well said. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you so much, Michelle, for your time today. Uh, finally, how can people connect with you over at Alieska or through PRSA?
1: Well, Aliesca, if you want to check out what we're doing here, um, our website is aliesca pipecom um, And a great way to connect with me is over LinkedIn.
0: Very cool. Thank you. All right. That's all the time we have. Again, we've been chatting with Michelle Egan. She is the PRSA 2022 Chair-Elect. She'll be the 2023 President of PRSA, and she's the Chief Communications Officer at Aliaska Pipeline in Anchorage, Alaska. So thanks for joining us today, Michelle. We appreciate your time.
1: Thanks. Thanks very much. It's been great fun.
0: Wonderful. All right. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of PR Profiles brought to you by Agility PR Solutions. You can use Agility to connect with journalists and get coverage, monitor media mentions, and measure your success. Uh, Head to agilitypr.com today to get a personalized demo. So thanks for tuning in. We hope you'll join us again for the next episode.